Hello, welcome to another edition of Aussie Tell Zone, also a sports podcast where today the Seahawks uh, beat the Rams and, um, in Los Angeles. Adam, welcome aboard the podcast. Thanks, buddy. How you doing? Doing fantastic, man. Great game today, huh? Oh, my God. It was intense. The defense finally showed up. The veterans finally said, enough of this. We're taking control of this game. <laughs> We're getting us in the position we need to be. Yes. Um, now, now you, you were there, weren't you, for the game? Today? I was. I was, yeah, I was fortunate enough to get a ticket. A buddy of mine in L.A. invited me down. I went down there, had a great time. There, there were Seahawks fans. It got so loud in the end when the Seahawks were on defense trying to close the game out. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. great atmosphere. I mean, the stadium holds like 100,000 people when it's at capacity. Yeah. So even though there's okay. a lot of empty seats, there's still a ton of people there. Yeah. Like, it's such a big stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what were your thoughts on the overall game over, overall? Your thoughts there? Uh, defensive struggle, you know, kind of what, what we probably expected. Um, you know, they have a, a yeah. real tough time moving the ball on that Rams D. That Rams D line harassed Russell all day. I think he got hit like 11 times. So that's definitely a concern. Seattle couldn't run the ball at all. So the only thing keeping oh, up in the yeah. game were, was uh, Russell's playmaking and then the, the great defense that showed up and forced all those key turnovers. Yeah. Now, the first drive for the Rams was a pretty interesting drive, to say the least. Um, Earl Thomas knocked the ball out the one-yard line off the pylon. Um, huge play of the game. Talk about that first play, the first drive there. Yeah, so that happened in the end zone right in front of us. And uh, we were watching the, the Rams just move down the field like they were just bending the Seahawks over and having their way with them. It was, it was really demoralizing. Like, you thought it was going to be this great game. Rams come out just firing on all cylinders, and that's a credit to, the, you know, the coach McVay. We're putting together a good game plan right out of the shoot. But, you know, Seattle does what they do often, and that's they give up a couple big plays. You let the other team get close, and they force a turnover. Earl Thomas, remarkably capable of doing that in critical situations, had another one today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, the now Seahawks, trickery, they tried with McAvoy, tried to throw a long pass, got picked off. Um, they thought on the trickery, and now it backfired. Yeah, so McAvoy, man, he's having a tough year so far, huh? Like, everything they try and do yeah. with him isn't seeming to work. Yeah. You know, th- this play, right. he, he should have thrown it away. Like, these trick plays, yeah. if it's not there right away, you should throw the ball away. And it, I don't know if it was there or not, but the pressure on McAvoy was there. So he couldn't – the timing of the play got all thrown off because he had a dude in his face. So he starts – he rushes yeah. to his right a little bit, tries to reset and throw across the whole field. It gave the safety all day to get over there and make a play, and credit to him, he did. Yes, and now all day today, it seemed like third down defense was big issue for us. And uh, first time it happened was Rams third and eleven. Austin, Austin, um, Austin. Uh, I I don't know first name. Tavon. Um, but uh, yeah, 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 Kevin Austin, twenty-five yard touchdown first quarter. It's Austin that one. Third, third yeah, 11, that's uh, yards touchdown. That was tough. Um, the Rams, you know, did a good job of converting on third down today. And Seattle gave them a few here and there, three via, turn, uh, via penalty. And uh, the, the, Rams, the Rams did what they needed to do. I mean, they were drawing up good plays on third down to get just what they needed, and they kept doing it time and time again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the good news is Austin muffed two punts today, and we got one of them back, so that was a huge thing. And Russell Wilson gets picked. It's um, a short field, but only, only get only it's the field goal though. So it's only not, it's only ten nothing, not not seven, not fourteen nothing. It's a big big game. 
on the defense side. Um, I'm sorry, what was the, the question? I kind of missed the first part of that. Oh, that's a few part thing. So, Austin muffs the punt again, but it's like he loses the punt. Then Russell Wilson uh, picks, gets picked off, but then he gets the guy. Only get a field goal out of it, so it's only a 10 oh, out, yeah. 10 How, not 14 out of the How in. about that? How about that play? Like yeah. Russell got when Russell got picked uh-huh. down in the red zone, it looked like the dude had nothing but green grass in front of him. But JD McKissick yeah. starts sprinting down the field, forces him inside, and who's there? Old reliable Russell. And not only does he make the yeah. tackle, but right before that, he avoids a block from a big defensive lineman. He ducks out of the way. <laughs> Dives to the ball carrier's yeah. legs and, you know, safe, turns a touchdown into a field goal, ends up being a difference in the game. So, you know, yet again, Russell never quits, makes a big play that counts, even on defense in this case. Yes. Now, Russell Wilson, he's always elusive, but um, this one play in particular, he was almost sacked, and he, he found he found 89 for a nice first down. He got in that play. Yeah, you know, Russell doing what he does best, getting out of trouble. He um, he had quick feet today. He was dancing around. You know, the, there were times when the line would get him, you know, three, four seconds, but he didn't have a lot of big pockets. So he was constantly mixing and yeah. matching. You know, that Rams defense always gives him trouble. So I think he was very on his feet, ready for that, and he took he handled it pretty well today. He, he, even the sacks he did, yeah. suck. there was only one kind of bad one by Robert Quinn. The rest were mostly short that he yeah. saw coming, was able to yeah. get down, you know, three yards. Yeah. So. yeah. Absolutely. Now, um, do you think the Hawks should do more no huddle? Because like they do like really well when they don't huddle up at all. They're just like go go go. Yeah, it's kind of a constant question, is it? Should they do more huddle? I mean, yeah. today today felt like yeah. it would have been a decent day to do that because I thought Seattle did a pretty yeah. good job of controlling the clock in the first half. Like it seemed like they held the yeah. ball for a lot of the a lot of the second quarter, and. Um, but you, know, but, you know, you're you're always playing with fire when you do that, and they couldn't run sure. the ball at all. So you're pretty much throwing the ball every down mm-hmm. anyway. And then it's just a matter of, yeah. well, do we want to go hurry up or not? You know, they did that once before the half got the field goal, so good for them. But, you know, if you use it too much, it, it kind of loses its, uh, its teeth a little bit. Sure. And it was nice to see Jimmy Graham get a touchdown in the red zone. Finally got him oh, in there. Oh my goodness! How nice was that? Was in front of me as well. It was nice yeah. to see, yeah, to see Jimmy use his frame and to see Russell put it where only Jimmy could go up and get it. And it was a very well executed play. Jimmy had inside position. Uh, you know, Russell threw it to the front corner of the end zone where nobody had any chance to get to it except Jimmy. Jimmy comes back to the ball, uses that big frame. Like, why haven't you seen that so much more? Is like the question after after you watch it work like that, you're like, oh my goodness, why don't yeah. we do that more? So. I, I don't exactly. know that, yeah. but maybe the defense just yeah. played it wrong a little bit on that play. Sure. Now, Blair Walsh has had issues in the last last year with the Vikings, but this year um, we've got 48-yard field goal. Um, got a 10 cent in and a half there. Thought of that, that play. Yeah. Um, he he uh, has game face on. Those were big field goals. I mean, you could feel it in stadium. You could feel it. When he made his, you knew it was big. And conversely, when Zerline yeah. missed his one field goal, you knew that was a big play too. Because you could just tell it was going to yeah. come down to the last drive, a play here or there, and of course it did. And a field goal on either yeah. side, either way, would have been a really big deal. Yeah, how surprising was that he missed that short field goal? I mean, Legatron right there. Yeah, that was actually on the end zone on the opposite side of where I was, so I didn't get a great look at it. I just saw that he pushed it wide right. I mean, you know, it happens. He hit seven yeah. last week. I, 
I, I think the Seahawks just kind of got fortunate on that one. I didn't see them do anything to force that, per se. I think he just pushed it. Yep. And they missed automatic Blair Walsh, 49-yard, 49 13-10. So they got a nice push there. And then the big play, though, I thought, Sheldon got the pick, and then he, he went for the pick of his career. And he has on, on his back. It's a pretty awesome to see that play, too. Oh, man, what an athletic play he made. I, I wonder how many defensive tackles could have made that play. Hmm. Like, he was he was Not very good. active today. He had that great play you just spoke of. I believe he recovered the fumble that bounced up in his lap that he returned for, I don't know, 20 yards or so on the Frank Clark sack strip. So, yeah, it was nice, it was nice to see him make a difference. You know, we, they traded the second-round pick, and yeah. first. he's making $8 million a year. We wanted to see a few more game-changing plays, and I think today he got it. Yep. Absolutely. Now, Earl Thomas, man, right. Thank you, man. Right, right to him. Um, interception. It went went a little ways. I mean, what 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 what, what can't he do? Is my question. I don't know. You know, he didn't practice all week either, and there were some rumblings that he I might know. not. Right. Earl Thomas is a big. I yeah. want to practice every single day kind of guy. So you knew if he's missing practice, there must there must be something wrong with him. He looked fine out there today. In fact, he had one of his better games of the season. Uh, you know, we've talked about the, the strip he had at the one-yard line and then the big interception on the flutter, whatever that was, that was yeah. floating around in the air like a like a recess school school ball. He grabs it, makes a yeah. couple guys miss, returns it, has a nice return, gets them in good position. Unfortunately, the Seahawks offense doesn't convert on that. All they needed was yeah. about one first down right. to be in field goal range. They couldn't get it, which was very frustrating. Know. But, you know, Earl did his part. Yeah. Yeah, and then next time of that, uh, Frank Clark comes in, forces the fumble, and then Sheldon gets it again. He keeps it up. Yeah, you know, um, Frank Clark making his first true start with Cliff Averill on the on the you know on the injury list today. So it was nice to see him make mm-hmm. an impact play. You know, you you all kind of thought that if Frank Clark could just get a few more opportunities, he would have more impact plays, and we saw it today. So good for yeah. him. I think the Seahawks feel really good about him in there. You know, no one likes to lose Cliff Averill, Cliff Averill, but I think they can withstand it pretty well given the guys they have on the back. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, it's also on the defense, so, you know, the second half, uh, the Rams had no points in the, first, in the second half and also five turnovers in the first in that game, too. Dominant. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have to give it to the defense. Like I said at the beginning of our, our talk, you know, I think those defensive veterans won this game for Seattle today, and, and they should. Some, there should be weeks like this. Yeah. They are very well paid. This, this should happen, you know. So it was nice to see them come out yeah. with their game pace on, make the big plays, return the momentum of the game, and uh, get the W. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I definitely give them most of the credit for today. You know, Russell made some good plays. Yeah. But uh, I think the Seattle defense kind of, kind of wore the sheriff's badge today and showed L.A., you know, that they're yeah. not right there <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, and then also uh, Blair Walsh gets 35 yards, so goal 15-10, the final score, and then uh, the Seahawks, fourth and 10, the gold line, basically got a stop, huge, huge stop there to end the game. Your thoughts, your thoughts on all the whole, what you think your your heart rate was going at that moment. That yeah, that was, I mean, I was feeling <laughs> really good, right? Like, there was like a minute left. Yeah. We had just kicked off. Yeah. I think they took the touchback. I think they're at the 25, and they, they've got a minute, mm-hmm. no timeouts. They got a, They have to score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I felt really good about it. Then yeah. on first down, of course, they throw this, like, beautiful over-the-shoulder pass <laughs> um, to Cooper yeah. Cup, who makes a great catch, gets them down to the 40-yard yeah. line, and they throw another, like, 20-yard sort of cut-in route. And then, you know, yeah. right in front of us, 
They threw, he threw another beautiful pass, Cooper Cup. He wasn't able to hang on. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what happened. He was open. It hit him in the hand. I think I think it was the ball a, just came in a, a little it'd hot. It'd be a tough catch. Yeah, tough I catch. think the ball came in a little um, hot. But I think, I think yeah. he'd also tell you. I think yeah. Cooper Cup would tell you he should make yeah. that play. And uh, yeah. you know, tough, tough, tough uh, moment for Cooper Cup, uh, the local guy from EWU. But you know, he'll have more big moments. Yeah. I think it would have been a tough play, as you said. So, but but yeah, right now, yeah, I mean, it was what we thought, right down to the wire. Exactly. Um, now, I have a couple of things I'd ask you. Someone wanted to ask you this. Um, what do you think of the Rams? Think of the touchback rule today. It's a, it's a dumb rule, but it's, it's, a, it's a rule that, you know, in the NFL, it's a dumb rule, though, but it, it did happen. You're talking about the fumble that goes through the back of the end zone? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm fine with it. I mean, what, what, would, you, what would you have instead? Um, I I don't mind it, but people I've heard like Falk was saying on Twitter like he's like it's a dumb rule, but it, it's a rule, so it, it happens. You know, it's, it's, it's got to happen. But people say it's a dumb I rule. Mean, I mean the the I mean kind of where I fall on is the dude fumbled, so you know whatever happens yeah. after that, it shouldn't it shouldn't benefit the offense. And so if something kind of quirky happens, like it goes forward and bounces out the side of the end zone, I think it makes the most sense yeah. that it should benefit the defense. The dude's fumbled. You have the ball. It's your job to hang on to the ball. So, honestly, I don't want to hear Marshall exactly. Barnes or anybody else complaining. Yeah, right, right. I just got two things for you. I know you're in a little hurry here, but um, one thing I want to ask you. So, this week, um, Cam Newton had some ignorant comments about women not knowing how, knowing football routes, all that stuff. What do you – he wants he wants to know – do you think that women should know, like, have a have a voice in the locker room? Well, they they do have a voice, and I think he um, yes. he, he showed. I think he showed some of the entitlement that he's always had. The you know, he, yeah. he's able yeah. to say and do whatever he wants, and and he he just picked such a wrong time to do it at this point in society. And, and yeah. the way, I think not more than what he said was the way that he said it. If you watch the video, he just comes yeah. across as so yeah. smug. And today you mm-hmm. hear him trying to paint, paint the comments as some sort of bad joke or bad sarcasm or something. It doesn't make any sense. He's pretty yeah. much reneging on his apology yeah. by saying that. I, I I've never been a fan. I've never been a fan of his. He was yeah. he was out of line, and he should no. be more too. He needs to put a better face on himself and the sport. He's a face of the franchise. He's yeah. a face. Of, he's one of the faces of the NFL, and he's got an obligation to yeah. promote equality. You, you you can't have it both ways. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with her. Um, also, wants to know Carson's out for a while. If you say he might come back, if he does come back, you think he'll have an impact on the team, or do think it'll be too late for an impact if he does come back in December? So, I'm sorry, who got carted off? Uh, oh, I think Chris Carson. Chris Carson got, is out for a long time. Oh, Carson. Yeah, Carson. Um, yeah, I don't think back will be on an impact, or he's done for the year. You think? Look, I mean, his best case recovery timetable is would he would be back like week 13, 14. But that's before he gets yeah. back into football shape. I just – I don't see right. it, honestly. I, I think he's I, probably done for here. Yeah. I think the Seahawks probably play it safe and keep him on the shelf and try and mm-hmm. get something out of him next year. And I think you roll with the guys you have. I mean, they spent a lot of money and time on, on free agent running backs this season with Eddie Lacy and Mike Davis, who's sitting on the practice squad in case somebody yep. else gets hurt. And he was very effective in the preseason as well. Fourth-round pick. He's played for the Niners. He's a decent little run back that I know they like. So I think they got good depth there. I don't think they yeah. need to force Chris Carson back. Yeah, absolutely. Just the last thing here. Uh, so, on the win, and also you have a bye week coming up. Your thoughts on what you can do in the bye week? Yeah, just right now. And also, um, going, your thoughts going into week uh, 
Week seven, I think. Week seven at New York. Giants on the road. Yeah, you know, five Giants, not OBJ. Yeah. Well, bye bye weeks are always a chance to heal up, and uh, Jeremy Lane to come back, Prosize to come back. We'll see about Cliff Averill. Yeah. Um, and then more more time for that O line to gel is always a good thing. So I think everyone would agree with that. More time for Thomas Rawls Mm -hmm. to be uh, integrated back into as the feature running back. And then, I, I mean, you get the perfect matchup. At, you know, a road game, yes, but at New York Giants, who don't have a great home field advantage. They just lost Odell right. Beckham for, you know, for a considerable amount of time. They're not mm-hmm. going up against him. Yeah. And uh, Seattle, Seattle's yeah. D-line D is probably going to have its way with that offensive, O-line, uh, offensive line of the Giants. And you got to like your chances yeah. down there in the Meadowlands. Yeah, I agree, and I Thanks for coming on. We'll start on the uh, off your fresh off your plane trip back home, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again down the road. And um, great win today. The Hawks 16-10 victory. The first place in the NFC West. Great time to be Hawks right now. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on, Ozzy. You have a great rest of your day too. You too. And I'll talk to you guys later on. Thank you very much.